Hey, what's happening, everybody? And welcome back to the early edition of Rapping with Reef Bum. I'm your host, Keith Perkelhammer. So, today on the live stream, I welcome Wesley Braiswick. Hey, Wesley, what's going on, man? I, um, Wesley lives in the Netherlands, so he's doing us a real solid because it's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on my end, but it's 11 o'clock at night on uh on his side of the uh the pond there so uh thanks wesley man for uh staying up late we're not going to keep you uh up too long tonight but i uh, really appreciate you uh you joining us um, so i mentioned wesley lives in the uh, the netherlands and he's been keeping reef tanks for 16 years his uh tank was featured as a december 2021 reef of the month on reef to reef and you can see it in the background right behind him it's a really cool looking uh, reef with a very unique aquascape and some very unique um, critters inside that we'll get into but before we start uh, digging into that with uh, with wesley i want to thank the sponsors for the show both bulk reef supply and ecotech marine i really appreciate these companies supporting the show and i also appreciate the support from you folks the viewers uh, please spread the word about the show and don't forget to hit that like button and as always we uh encourage you folks to ask a lot of questions comment via the chat anybody influence you was there any um anybody with a reef tank that was kind of uh wow i saw it I, you know this kind of inspired you to start that tank no uh, nobody nobody in the, in the neighborhood had a uh, marine tank so i just was buying the uh, yeah my first tank and uh, yeah saw the salt water fishes and yeah, if you have seen them, um, it's done. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, man, let's uh, let's talk about the tank behind you. That's the big display tank. Yep. You got some frag tanks. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start running a video. Hopefully, hopefully I don't have any uh, issues with this video that I'm running here. But um, so we're going to just run this video. For, for those of you who don't recognize this, I'm, as I mentioned in the intro, this was uh, featured as a uh, reef to reef. Tank of the month of December 2021. I mean, it is like a, that's a kick-ass tank, man. And, um, you know, I think what um, really strikes me is the uh, the aquascaping. What, um, how did you do the aquascaping? Yeah, the aquascaping I had, uh, this is the third tank with the same scape. So I start with uh, with the first scape in a, in a, in a tank from uh, 145 centimeters. And uh, yeah, the scape was a little bit smaller. So the scape is based uh, from Brainsed uh, uh, Rocks. Uh, it, it is not a real reef or something else. It, it is real uh, branches. So uh, yeah, and just started to build up part by part with uh, tie rips and reef cement. And uh, yeah, and with every tank, it goes bigger. So the next tank was two, me two meter and 15 centimeters. So I built it a little bit bigger. And now for this one, we build it to uh, to uh, a scape of uh, 180 centimeters. How uh, how does that thing not tip over? You know, I mean, it's obviously you've got it's really cool in terms of how well uh, you've got all that space underneath on the left side of that uh, that huge island right there. You know, how did how did you yeah. manage to like? Yeah. Is there something like underneath the sand bed that's like? No, nope. no, there's nothing. No, there's nothing. It, the, the the right side is uh, is uh, was a big element. Uh, I think it was a very very big. Uh, a uh, colony of uh, uh, dead Formosa, and it was a very uh, heavy part, I think around 30 kilograms. So the base is 30 kilograms, and that I've built up 
to to uh, yeah to the 180 and uh, uh, yeah I built up on the on the table so if it want to flip over I have to I've made some yeah pillars under it so that it don't want to flip over but yeah it is it is really one meter without any uh, yeah did um so wh where did you get all the the uh, the dead coral branches Is that stuff you just kind of been collecting over the years or how did you how did you yeah, I've collected uh, in in a few years, and uh, we had a big store, and they always had uh, once in the two months they had a big uh, crate with it. So then uh, they they called me that it was in. So I drive two and a half hours to that store to check out if if there were nice branches, bigger ones, and uh, took it home yeah, to build this reef. Uh, I mean, there's so much to talk about here with this tank. I mean, the one thing that obviously stands out in my eyes are the uh, the, the the two blue spotted uh stingrays and um talk talk to us about that man i mean um you uh you were talking before the stream that um they they don't eat corals but they do eat fish <laughs> yeah they eat fish they eat fish yeah yeah i started this tank uh, three years ago in the first uh yeah i had a lot of nice uh aquapolas like the spatulatas and everything so and then we had uh, a big uh, uh power break so a lot of the big colonies were uh, yeah, diet. And uh, yeah, uh, the interest in the hobby was a little bit, uh, uh, yeah, how do you say it? On a low uh -huh. point in that uh, position. So then, um, yeah, I was searching for something new. And then we had a big shop uh, or nice shop. They, they, they uh, took care of the, uh, the blue spotted race. And uh, I was looking for some calls by him, and I see the race, and he said, uh, maybe it's something uh, for in your tank. It's uh, it's possible with your uh, uh, workscape. <laughs> you have a lot of sand. So yeah, okay, uh, we give it a try. So I waited. I was waiting for three months uh, till he said, yeah, they are uh, yeah uh, good for your tank. So we picked up the first one. It's the female, the bigger one. And uh, yeah, we have tried it a few months, and uh, yeah, everything goes well. And uh, we have bought the second one. Second one is uh, African uh, one. So it's uh, the one is from Indonesia, and the other one is from uh, uh, Africa. And yeah, and but yeah, they are always hungry. <laughs> what I talked to before. So yeah, if you don't feed them, yeah, then they they gonna search for some food. And then they can catch some antias or some other things. See, that that amazes me that act, they're actually quick enough to catch like an antheus. I mean, they're they they look you know they're big and they look well. I mean, I guess yeah. maybe they're small versus what they might be in in the wild, but uh, they're they're gigantic yeah. versus every other fish in mm -hmm. that uh, in that tank. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you got to be careful, man. I guess in terms of uh, not having too many expensive fish in there. No, no, yeah, yeah. They they eat all the freshes, so I lost uh, a lot of expensive fish, <laughs> like the guati and that kind of things. But yeah, that, that's yeah, I love them. So then then it's okay. So I don't buy sand sleepers anymore. Yeah, and and you have to feed them a lot, so so they get what they need, and then they don't catch uh, other fish. What um? So what what do you uh? What do you feed them? I mean, you're just like going out to the uh, grocery store and buying like some big chunks of seafood or something like that. No, no, no. We have uh, we have very good guy, and he catching. Uh, yeah, I don't know the English name. Sprot. It are silver fishes, and some uh, uh, spearing. 
take. Yep. It is more whitefish, uh, little things. Um, what the English name of the is, I don't know, but yeah, and some shrimps, so fr uh, fresh uh, brown shrimps they eat. So uh, yeah, that's also what I feed them uh, around the day. So in the morning, I uh, I always hide some shrimps in the sun bed. Yeah, so so yeah, so they have uh, something to do. That's the the natural uh, thing. They have to catch the food from out of the sand bed. So do you have any other um, critters in the sand bed, like any snails or any uh, sea cucumbers or anything, or is it those those rays are? Uh, I have I have some snails, but they 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 don't pick them up. Oh, okay, so I mean, I'm assuming that those two. Uh, Rays are uh, a pretty good cleanup crew in terms of keeping that sand bed um, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's moving the complete day. <laughs> yeah, they they're blowing in the sand to to catch the yeah the shrimps. What I've highlighted. So yeah, every uh, every day the, the sand is completely uh, yeah loose. The only problem is that uh, yeah uh, every two weeks uh, the complete sand bed is on the on the left side of the tank. <laughs> so you have to uh, to bring it back. It's a little bit more. Um, so tell us about the aquarium itself. It's an in-wall design, which is pretty cool. You know, how many, um, yeah. I mean, how many liters, you know, what are the, what are the dimensions and all that stuff? <clears throat> yeah, the total uh, liters is 2,500 liters. And the tank is uh, 265 centimeters by one meter deep by 84 centimeters uh, water high. Um, yeah, and then I have the frack tank. The uh, frack tank is one meter by 50 by 40. And then we have the dream box, and uh, yeah, the dream box is two meters. So uh, yeah, there's also have some around four or five hundred liter water inside. I'm um, I'm just going to um, fast forwarding to the uh, to the frag tanks here because um, you gave us a quick um, yeah look, and and so you've got some um, you got some looks like um, some smaller <clears throat> colonies. Um, in the uh, in the frag tank, and that's plumbed into the uh, to the whole system right there. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so it's right behind the display, and you got a Pax Bellum uh, arid algae reactor. So that's for your uh, nutrient control right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the uh, and the dream box, you got a roller mat. I could see. Uh, yeah, yeah, talk to us about the dream box. I have two dream boxes myself. Yeah, the dream box is uh, is the best thing when I've uh, bought for this tank. It was uh, this the first uh, one, but yeah, with the fleece filter, it's it's amazing. It it filters the water perfect, and and yeah, you have a lot of dirt. Uh, water's coming from the race. Yeah, you catch up everything, so yeah, the water is clear, and uh, yeah, it it saves uh, it saves you a lot of work. Uh, together with with the big uh, supermarine. That's uh, a skimmer, yeah. the uh, the, su the super the super the super um, skimmer, and I uh, see so you got a lot yeah. of uh, yeah. You and I are similar because I have a lot of raw exclusive. I got the raw exclusive dream box, and I have a lot of GHL gear myself too. Yeah. Yep. Um. So you're we're we're looking at the lighting right now. Talk to us about the lighting on um on your display. Yeah, the lighting on the display and in the, the frag tank are the same. So now I'm running with the uh, ATI straightens. Um, I just swept, uh, but uh, yeah. So now I have six in total on the on main tank and frag tank. Um, what uh, what kind of par are you you, you uh, generating with that uh, with those ATIs? Do, do you measure? Par? Don't you don't. Measure you're not yet, measuring par. No, they're only uh, hanging up for three weeks now. So 
I don't have the time to measure, but I had the uh, the program from uh, yeah uh, from Reefkeeper on uh, Instagram. So this tank uh, is looking amazing. So the power will be good. Yeah. Um, no, and and I saw some other stuff. Um, so you got use a uh, a KH director to monitor uh, alkalinity, and you've got a bunch of uh, GHL uh, dosers. Um, yeah. What yeah. um so what are, what are your uh what are your key parameters uh, at you know what is your what do you like to keep your alkalinity your calcium magnesium nitrates phosphates all that fun stuff yeah so KH uh, around uh, seven half uh, calcium around four twenty uh, magnesium around thirteen hundred thirteen fifty uh, yeah phosphate I I I I hope to try it zero point zero six under that sometimes it's a little bit higher. But uh, sometimes the, the Seattle is bleeding out, so then you have a higher phosphate uh, range. Yep. Goes very hard with the stingrays. Um, nitrate, I always try to around two. Now it's a little bit higher, but uh, yeah. So with the um, with the Pax Bellum, are you um, are you dosing the Pax Bellum supplements? You dosing iron, manganese, and all that stuff, or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah from Pax Bellum uh, themselves. And yes. and. Um, do you have any issues in terms of the Cato, um, you know, not always growing or have you had um, that pretty much dialed in? <clears throat> yeah, sometimes, sometimes I have the problem if, if the Shato grows too fast, it, it kills themselves. So then the phosphates are zero and, and, and yeah, then you get the problem that it, uh, yeah, that it, it died. So, uh, yeah, but, but for all, yeah, the, the reactor is uh, perfect. Yeah, I've used the um, I've used the Pax Bellum um, on and off myself, and uh, yeah, I think you definitely got to be dosing iron and the supplements and all that stuff to keep the uh, the Kato. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Some nitrates and uh, some uh, mobilane. Yep. Is needed. Um, what was I going to ask you? The um, what about um, uh, bacteria dosing? You know, obviously, uh, you know, I'm assuming that you dose bacteria to get the tank going in terms yeah. of the, the you know the nitrifying bacteria and all that stuff but are you uh do yeah. you dose bacteria on a uh, on a regular basis or no yeah yeah i've uh, always a uh, special blend on the dosing pump so i dose that every day a few times a little bit and um yeah i still use the the uh, zeobark in the biomate from uh Kuranzucht. it still help it's still one of the best the bacteria there is yeah, I mean, do, so do you find that um, it's it helped? It's it's helpful in terms of helping also to control uh, nutrients, or do you think it's also good just in terms of um, being an additional food source for corals? Mm, the zeobac and the biomate, yeah. I see if I dose a lot of zeobac, the uh, uh, nitrate is is low, and you can can play with it. And if you dose the the biomate, you can see that the phosphate goes down. So yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's not about feeding the, the corals, but it's, it's, it's really to, to keep my nutrition in the in right uh, way where, yeah, where I want it. Yeah, you know, I, um, I took my, my um, I had a, um, a do-it-yourself uh, refugium, and I also had a Pax, you know, so I got two different systems. I got, you know, I had a refugium going on one system, Pax on the other system, but um, I pretty much stopped with the Cato and uh, taking the Cato offline and, and pretty much are, are, you know, using the, uh, the bacteria dosing to help control my, um, my nutrients. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's good, but you got to be careful because if you, uh, if you're dosing too much bacteria, then it could really, um, you know, close, 
close to zero out your uh, nitrates and your phosphates. Yeah. Um, your dose of nitrates, uh, do you dose in uh, phosphates at all as well or no? No, normally not. Normally I, I, I only uh, dose the nitrate uh, from Pax Bellum when needed. Um, so, so I measure it a lot. But uh, yeah, it, it sounds stupid, but uh, I, if, if my phosphate and nitrate is zero, then I, I love to buy fish <laughs> and, and not, not to buy some bottles with phosphate. Just get another uh, stingray, man. That'll, uh, add a, that'll add some nutrients to the tank. No, two is two enough. Two is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Massimo uh, Maholo, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm definitely not pronouncing that correctly, but very, very, uh, thank you very much for that uh, super chat. Um, yeah, you got to be careful. Have, have you ever had any uh, issues with problematic algae like cyano or, or any uh, hair algae taking over the tank at the beginning? And if so, how have you uh, tackled that stuff? Yeah, sometimes I have some uh, cyano. Uh, uh, like now, the nutrition were a little bit out of uh, balance. So then you see that you get it. But uh, yeah, with the stingrays, you don't have it on the sand bed. And normally that's very frustrating if the sand bed is... Is, is purple, but uh, yeah, for now I dose uh, every morning and every evening some zeozim uh, uh, and uh, snow together with some cyanoclean from uh, Coral and Zucht. Um, I love to to uh, to keep it, uh, yeah, um, how do you say it, uh, natural, so uh, no uh, chemical stuff. So I hate, I, I want to have, uh, yeah. To solve it with 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 the good things with bacteria and that kind of things. Yeah, I uh, I'm the same way. I used to, um, you know, if if I had some, I, I've I've tried like ChemiClean, uh, you know, a couple of times in my systems, and you know, it certainly works in terms of clearing up uh, cyano. But I I, I just uh, I feel like I don't know enough about it in terms of how it impacts the uh, you know the microbiome of the tank, you know, and and I also yeah. think it's just sort of like a band aid. That um, you know whatever causes the cyanide to, um, to 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 appear, you know when you use a chemical to get rid of it, I think eventually it's going to come back if you're not making any changes yeah. to what uh, yeah. you're doing with the with the tank. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I always um, I I do try to go the natural route myself just because um, I think chemicals it's uh, there's a little there's some unknowns in in that sense. Yeah. Um so you mentioned you're uh, you're using some of the coral foods uh, aminos are you using any amino acids is that part of the equation? No. I don't use uh, anything about this. No. Um All right, let's uh let's talk about flow in that tank. Obviously you can see that flow is uh, is is cranking and um so it's a long tank. It's a wide tank. What are you using right now for? Uh, and, and and the cool thing is you can't really see. I don't know if you want to uh, Wesley take your uh, phone and kind of show us uh, what you got there in terms of the circulation and talk to us a little bit about that. There you go. Maybe see yeah. them now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, now I'm using the uh, Abyss uh, AFC 150, uh, two of them, and. Uh, yeah, it are uh, amazing pumps with uh, with amazing flow. Um, um, yeah, they are the housingers from titanium, so cleaning is very easy. Um, yeah, they look very big, but they are yeah. Before I had some pantry pumps, and and then you have you need the big curve, and I lost some fish in 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 it. But I I, I hate the curves. Yet it's too big. 
that 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 tank is a dangerous place for your fish you got those gigantic pumps and you got those two stingrays that are just uh looking for a meal yeah but for this with this pump uh uh, it's better for the fish but yeah the flow is amazing um yeah so you you had uh i'm sorry go ahead no tell. I was I was gonna say um, so before the stream we were also talking about you. Uh, I thought you had some panta rays and maybe that's what I saw in the reef to reef um, uh, feature. But uh, I don't, do you want to yes. like uh, make any um, any any uh, comparisons that you'd like to make versus what you're using right now the uh, the panta rays versus those? Yeah. So uh, the uh, the abyss are very very strong and very uh, um, for the straight rays. Yeah. So they are very powerful. Um, the Pantera is, is, is more making a, yeah, a flow that goes also around your reef. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a hard decision to, to tell what is the best pump. You know, I like this one with, with its controlling and everything is, is, is very easy to adjust. And, uh, yeah, uh, they, yeah it's, it's a hard decision to, to say what is the best. Well, looks like my wife set off the fire alarm. <laughs> That's all right. I think uh, hopefully the house is not going to burn down. Man, I got got a lot of problems on my end here, Wesley. Man, I don't know what uh, what's going on here. It sounds like a cop car in this house right now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't have to evacuate. Um, so those aren't cheap, right? Those uh, are a little expensive in terms of those pumps. I mean, and, you know, in, in terms of what, what's the retail on those pumps, do you know? I really don't know. I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> and, and, and maybe my wife is looking, so. <laughs> All right, we'll, uh, we'll, strike, we'll strike that question from the record then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, um, I have a similar, um, you know, challenge in terms of flow. One of my tanks is a peninsula tank, and it's six foot long by three foot wide by 20 inches tall. I'm speaking in the, uh, yeah. and I'm not speaking in the metric uh, system there. And I know you and I are on the different, uh, we're U.S. versus metric. Um, <laughs> thanks, Reefkeeper. Um, so, yeah, it was, <clears throat> I had, um, I, I was really trying to find a way not to, I have, right now I have four MP40s and two mp 60s in my peninsula tank and i was trying to avoid having the two mp um 40s down on the viewing end panel of the uh the tank but i just couldn't uh, avoid doing that and uh but i knew like you know i knew like the panarays were uh were a potential option i knew they were big yeah i also knew they were very expensive (laughs) yeah but also the mp60 i had uh, four of them but uh uh, yeah the glass is uh 15 uh uh Millimeter on the side, but also there's a, a glass inside from uh, black glass from eight uh, millimeters. So uh, it it they don't want to stick on the. Oh, it's the, so thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and yeah. So I glue them a little bit. So, but yeah, if you see that the MP60 is not uh, uh, taking the the other side of the thing. Yeah. And if the, this this one, uh, they are running from, uh, yeah, you see the flow, it's amazing. And they are running from 20 to 65%. Uh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. Can you guys hear that? Can you guys hear the uh, my fire alarms going off? 
Can you hear that, Wesley? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for an interesting show. <laughs> yeah, my wife likes to uh, you know, cook and in in the in the kitchen and and um, you know, sometimes she doesn't open up the windows, so uh every now and then this will happen. But um all right, how about calcium and alkalinity uh supplementation? What are you using to uh to uh, supplement alkalinity and calcium? Yeah, so I I'm using the ATI Essentials Plus. So you're using like a and, uh, a, a two-part type of thing? Okay. Yeah. Now, in the, um, I thought I saw in the video, on one of your videos, that you, there was a, or maybe it was the Reef to Reef article, that the, you, you had a uh, calcium reactor, a uh, Destacto, uh, Destaco? Yeah, Destaco, yeah. yeah. Why did yeah. you um, switch from the reactor to the uh, two-part? Mm, uh, uh, for work, I'm a lot of from home. So, and always, if you are from home, there's something. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah. So, and, 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 and I was thinking, I need some for the new tank. What uh, uh, you only what you only have to fill up, and that's it. So yeah, everybody can fill up the containers, and and yeah, it will work. So that's a little bit more feel safe uh, for now. But the Destaco is a great uh, reactor. But yeah, if you have a big tank for 2,500 liters, the re the reactor is so big. Yeah, it's yeah. I think this is. Uh, Easier. How much? Um, how much of the two part are you using per day? Oh, uh, uh, around two hundred thirty yeah. meals. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but yeah. I was I was doing my uh, I had a I've got you know my hundred eighty seven gallon tank has uh, got a couple of frag tanks plumbed into it, so the total system volume is about four hundred fifty gallons, and um, yeah. I had been using three hundred mLs per day of each uh, yeah. two part, and so it just got so freaking expensive that um, I decided to go with a calcium reactor. And um, I'm also using, right now, like primarily Cockwasser. But um, are you using Cockwasser at all? Nope, nope, nope. I never use, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of it. Oh, you're afraid of it? You don't want to over? <laughs> yeah, is, yeah you, you heard sometimes the stories that, that, that it goes too much or that something goes wrong. And yeah, well, those maybe, are, those, maybe there those... are some new monitors uh of it but yeah well there's there's a segment out there that likes to use the uh, the caulk slurry you know dose the caulk yeah. uh, slurry and uh i'm not gonna like uh get into that whole uh you know um thing but uh you know i think that's a riskier approach versus using a um you know a, a super saturated solution where you've got the sediment on the bottom and you're just um dosing that um that clear well not terribly clear yeah. but um that uh, that solution into the uh, tank, but yeah, you know, um, pH. What's your pH uh, range in that uh, tank? Yeah, it's around uh, seven nine for the nights and eight three eight four at day. How do um you know that's that's not too bad. I mean, how uh, how do you keep that uh, pH elevated? Are you doing anything special? Is the tank in a closed room, or are you getting a lot of air in there? No, I have a lot of air in there. It is, uh, yeah, it's in in the garret. Well, it is it's not the garret, but it's looking at garrets. So there are a little, yeah. There's a lot of uh, fresh air inside over there, and I use the uh, Carbo X uh, filter of uh, from ATI on the skimmer. Gotcha. Yep. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I have a um, I have an air exchange unit in my uh, basement. All my tanks are in my uh, finished basement. 
So in the wintertime, I turn on that air exchange unit. And so that brings in the fresh air and, and my pH is, um, you know, elevated, uh, you know, as a result of that. So, yeah, but obviously the Kalkwasser for me keeps it uh, elevated, like in the 8.3 to 8.5 range. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what about nice. um, what about UV? Do you use UV at all on that uh, system? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, 85 watts uh, UV on. Yeah, folks. If anybody has uh, any questions for uh, Wesley, just uh, pop them in the uh, in the chat. So um, you're using the uh, the UV. What? Why are you using the UV? What's your rationale for using the UV? Yeah, I I love uh, tanks. Uh, so uh, surgeons. Um, so yeah, that's that's why I have them to keep the fish uh, healthy and uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just started running uh, UV myself. It was um, like probably the last um, year or two I've been running UV 24-7. I just think, uh, you know, one, one reason why I like to run the UV is um, it, I think it's there's certain dinos out there, right, that are um, that that um, can, you know, you can use the UV to get rid of the dinos because mm -hmm. they're uh, free-floating. But I like that yeah. in the sense that it can prevent, um, you know, a dyno outbreak. And I also like the fact that it keeps the water, you know, um, cleaner and also uh, can prevent, I guess, some of the uh, the fish disease. And I think there's a, uh, you know, there's a debate out there in terms of using UV in terms of is it killing anything beneficial in terms of the bacteria that the corals might um, might need. But I also think that if you're dosing bacteria, then that could potentially uh, counteract that. Mm -hmm. um talk to us man about your um your maintenance routine what are you uh doing like on a weekly monthly basis with that tank water changes yeah so yeah so so is everybody uh feed uh, the fish to twice a day uh clean the windows every day to to make the job uh, to make it an easy job um uh, on the other side i clean it also and i yeah it's, it's easy to clean um, <clears throat> once in the two months, I clean the side panels, uh, scrape all the algae uh, off. Um, yeah, what I told you before, the uh, the sand bed, I have to, uh, yeah, move it back every two weeks. So, <laughs> so that's one of the maintenance things. Yeah, um, rebox. I think the skimmer. I, I, yeah, I have the skim cleaner on top, so I clean it uh, once a month. Only the cup and uh, the skin cleaner. Yeah, and it, it, it is a dream box with the freeze filter. So, yeah, you don't have to clean the, yeah, your sump. So, that's... Uh, yeah, that, that's got to keep it pretty clean. I mean, I, I do have to admit, I've got yeah. filter socks with my dream box. And um, it, uh, you know, I, I, I'm constantly having to, um, you know, I clean my filter socks maybe like once a week or something like that. But those those uh, fleece rolls last how long for, for you? Um. Yeah, but my high stock it's 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 around two and a half three months. Wow! So that's that's perfect. So Bert uh, Bert yeah. Minshew was asking, um, has Wesley had any sandstorms from the rays killing the uh, the acros? Have you had any issues with sandstorms um, getting into the corals? No, not yet. But uh, that's that's what I'm checking every day if there is sand on it. Um, but I um, I always use the special grade from KFC, so um, it, it is not that they can yeah it, it it's not really sandstorm, it is only the very fine uh, what is what is going uh, over the corals and uh, yeah 
I think once a week I clean. I, I yeah. I clean that. I don't know. With the fire pipette. I don't know the English name, but uh, yeah, I clean the coals. That that there's no sand in the coals. Um, did you mention water changes? Like how often and how much do you would do in terms of water changes? Mm, I'm not uh, a water change guy. So uh, sometimes if I have time or if it's needed, I do it. So I, I always uh, do a four weeks uh, with my uh, carbon, uh, zeolite and with my phosphate uh, remover, if I yeah. use it. So that, that, that's what I'm doing every four weeks. Uh, change to new and uh, yeah, water change. If I do it, most of the times I do it, uh, uh, three water change from 200, so 600 in total. Gotcha. Uh, what, what about uh, traces? You mentioned that you were dosing some stuff. Um, are you dosing some specific trace elements? Yeah, so uh, I always do the ATI test and, uh, and check what I'm missing. So and if I see that I'm one of the supplements, uh, yeah, if I miss a supplement, then they're going to dose this. So uh, uh, at the moment I dose uh, fluor, uh, iodine, manganese, uh, iron, uh, strontium. Uh, do I miss something? Yeah, vanadium. And and how often are you doing the ICP testing to make sure that you're um, keeping the right uh, amount in terms of dosing those traces? Yeah, if the calls are looking good every three months. And if I think I miss something, then I do it every yeah. month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it could add up, right? I mean, when you do it yeah. that, that often. Um, yeah. Talk to us about the corals in the tank. You know, I, I saw like a lot of um, kind of classic corals, a lot of stylophora, a lot of um, you know birds' nests. Or um, do you do you just kind of like gravitate to that stuff? Are you not into like designer named uh, you know corals and frags and all that stuff? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I love, uh, but I love big colonies. So, and that's, yeah, you, you didn't find the designer calls in big no. anymore. You know, if they have them, somebody buy it and, and cut it in pieces. Yeah. And I hate that. So, yeah, uh, but I, I love the spatulatas, but it is very hard to keep the, the yeah, everything perfect with the stingrays. So that's the thing that I uh, uh, yeah, did a step uh, backwards uh, with corals. So I was going uh, uh, yeah, to love the fish and, uh, and uh, now I'm just running a little bit back to the, to the nicer corals. So I'm uh, just uh, uh, putting in some uh, millipores to check if everything uh, yeah, stays on color. So it seems good. Do those so. uh, rays ever knock anything over? Sometimes that's also if if you have a small frag, yeah, you you never find it back anymore. <laughs> so that's also that you need a big colony. But yeah, I'm I'm yeah I'm 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 not a a collector, but I I, I want to have a big nice pieces. Uh, yeah, so if there is something in the store, I, I definitely buy it. What, yeah, so what, what are the uh, local fish stores like around you? I mean, do they carry like a lot of, um, I mean, I mean, years ago when, I, when you know, back here in the United States, when I first got into the hobby, it was like, you know, there was a lot of colonies available for sale. There's a lot of maricultured uh, colonies, wild colonies, what have you. Um, and, you yeah. know, these days we never see that stuff. It's all pretty much like, um, you know, frags. But is it is it different in the ne in the Netherlands? Yeah, the most of the, the stores have uh, little frags, 
now and and yeah and the prices are very high so i i i yeah for the stores is is better to to sell a lot of frags than one big expensive colony but uh yeah yeah i always go to the same store so uh i always checking the facebook of uh, uh the young marine life the supplier here in holland and uh, they have a big uh, Facebook with all the, the pictures for all the calls they have. And then they ask, uh, can you bring uh, this and this uh, for me? And then uh, next week I have the, the calls. That's how I, yeah, I, I do it now. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to get uh, nice colonies for now. It is not uh, what it was. Yeah. Before you had nice uh, myoculture, what is yeah, a big like a hand uh, full. Uh, you don't find it anymore or for ridiculous prices. <clears throat> what, what about, so, you know, with the, uh, with the, uh, with the colonies that you're, you're, you're buying and, 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 uh, you know, the larger pieces, what do you do about pests? You know, like hitchhikers coming out on those, um, pieces, do you do any like quarantining? You just do some dips and, and, uh, yeah. So, so everything, uh, first goes inside the frag tank. So we call it frag tank, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it is not a frag tank. So it has to be empty normally. So I have some little frags, designer frags. I have inside the frag tank to go out to a, a nice uh, yeah, coral. And then I put it in the main tank. And also I, I put, put them in the frag tank. Light is a little bit uh, less. So uh, yeah, they can uh, acclimate. And uh, yeah, and then I do some dips by incoming. And I have some uh, some uh, dancing shrimps inside. Mm. We are cleaning the the coals over there. Yeah, I don't know the, the rhino thing. I don't know exactly the name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, all right, a couple questions here. King Reef Tank is wondering what will be your next addition and what kind of fish do you want to add in the future? <clears throat> uh, for sure, the sun is coming. I need, I need, I need to have it. What, what you need to have? What, 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 what did you, uh, coral? Uh, uh, plus. What is that? Is that? Uh... Yeah, the Zanclus uh, ornatus. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, the Danish, the Danish idol. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, yeah. Bert Minshew is asking, what is, um, what is your worst disaster you've ever had? The worst disaster. Yeah, I think it was uh, two years ago. The the, the power breakup. Uh, uh, three times in a row, in in one weekend. That uh, yeah, it's, there are so many calls. What was dying in in that weekend? So yeah, that that was the best, the biggest disaster. I oh, ever you didn't had. have a um a backup generator. Yeah, I have a UPS, but yeah. Uh, that one, the, the battery was broken. It was a new one, almost uh, four months old. But yeah, uh, the, the battery was broken, so uh, it did nothing. So yeah, I had some little pumps. Uh, what I've uh, uh, I used the car. Yep. Yeah, put the car on and and, and took some energy from the car. But yeah, it was uh, the first uh, day. It was six hours. The second day, five hours, and then uh, another time, uh, six hours. So Ooh. it was too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I um, I have a full house backup generator as well as a uh, a portable generator just in case that um, full house backup um, fails. And yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, we've had some some power outages that lasted like a day and a half. So yeah. um, you don't you don't get uh, too many power outages there. Normally not. Yeah, you never know though, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, now we have the sun panel, so we need to uh, to have some battery. Uh, things to to catch up so in in the um you know you've been beekeeping for 16 years and and a lot of us um you know tend to um you know stick with what works but you know there's also uh instances where uh you know you kind of like evolve and adapt because there's new methods out there and you try new stuff and you're experimenting have you had any um recent experiments or things that you've tried that um that you like that uh has kind of changed the way you Tend to reef tanks. Mm. Uh, it's not an easy question. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always checking uh, what is the best. So sometimes I have some uh, some gear, and then I see some something different, and then I think ah maybe it's better, and then I try it out. Um, yeah, what's the best? Yeah, I just I just swapped from Apex to G- GHL. Uh, how that how's that turned out? Yeah, nice, very nice. I I love it. I, I before I had the Proflux uh, three before the yep. Apex, and that was terrible. You know, I'm I'm not a computer guy, so then it was yeah yeah not easy to uh, to adjust and to program. But yeah, the new one is uh, very nice. Yeah. And I want to have one system, so I was using the Apex together with the Focustronic, you know, the yep. Alcatronic, yep. etc. But yeah, it was not one system. And that's the nice thing what you have now. DHL have everything, so you have one big system. Do you have the uh, the Ion Director yet? I'm waiting. Uh, I'm Me waiting. too. <laughs> but yeah. Supply chain issues. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to somebody that, um, you know, wants to get into reef keeping and really kind of take it to the next level? What, uh, what do you think is really, uh, like the top three most important things that you would say to somebody about keeping a reef tank, especially one like that large one? Yeah. Uh, first one took your time. Yeah. You have some, uh, some obvious, they start up the tank and then, and they want to have, uh, aquapoas and, uh, yeah. This week they, they put the water in, and next week they, they are buying aquifers. And then, yeah, that's so it took your time to make the tank stable. Um, um, yeah, two, uh, follow, follow one uh, where you have uh, good feelings with. So if you have a great store and you have a good feeling with the owner or with the guys who are working there, and they say use this method we use it and you see that it is working uh, yeah use that method and and don't uh, swap every time if you see on facebook oh this one is using this or this yeah also the same took your time with everything yeah and and, and three yeah um don't work too much on the tank so try to to avoid that you are with your hands in the tank every day so let me ask you some rapid fire uh, questions. Favorite yeah. SPS? Spatulata. 
I, uh, I, I have a spathiolata, a spathiolata too myself, and um, yeah, it's an awesome coral. It can be a little uh, finicky, but uh, awesome coral. Yeah. Favorite yeah. Uh, LPS? <laughs> no LPS. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> There's LPS in there. I saw like a um, yeah, elegance okay, coral, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Trachophilia. Not a bad... <laughs> Not a bad uh, piece of uh, coral there. Um, no. Well, this is a... All right. Favorite fish besides the blue-spotted stingrays? Um, in my tank, the japonicus. I don't even know what those are. Arconturus. Oh, okay. Um, is that the dream tank? Is that... Are you uh, Any any um, thoughts about potentially upgrading to a bigger tank, or is that going to be it for you? No, a bigger tank? Uh, uh, no. Maybe... Uh, yeah. I have some ideas, but uh, my wife uh, don't going to accept it. <laughs> She's thinking otherwise? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The tank is uh, big enough, and it's a nice uh, place where it is. And, um, yeah. Maybe in the, in the future I want to have a tank from New Wave, uh, plexiglass. Maybe that's that's Lighter. a little bit more clear. Yeah. Maybe I make it higher or yeah. something. But uh, yeah. how do you like the um, the in wall design? I used to have an in wall uh, tank. Is that uh, is that yeah. um, something that uh, you might change in the future, or do you like having the in wall tank? No, no, I I love to have it like this. Yeah. At first, I was afraid that uh, that it was. Um, um, yeah, not easy. That is, there's no. I I don't get it in. So everything. This is wall, you yeah. know. So I have to do everything from the backside. But yeah, uh, you don't have the sound, and and yeah, if you are sitting here, you only hear the water from the from the uh, flow pumps. That's it. So yeah, that's that's very nice. Yeah. So I love the uh, yeah in wall design. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have two display tanks that are, um, you know, in, in my, um, in my basement here and they're all open, you know, out in the, uh, in the, yeah. uh, the rooms and yeah, it definitely, uh, makes a little bit more noise than my in-wall tank used to. That's, uh, that's for sure. Um, Wesley, let's, um, so yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm probably, uh, let's thinking about, we should probably like wrap this thing up because it's, it's like midnight now uh where you're at and um i was just very uh happy and thrilled that we could uh we could get you uh on the show i know we uh we had a lot of scheduling uh difficulties in terms of trying to find the right yeah. time but uh i really appreciate you um you uh joining us and apologize for the uh technical difficulties there at the beginning that uh that just sucked but uh, any anything uh you wanted to um say before we um sign off no, maybe someone uh, want to uh, see something else, or I don't know. I have the time. Oh, here. okay, yeah. If anybody else has any uh, any other uh, questions, drop them in the uh, in the chat. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I always like you know, in, in terms of a um, an aquarium, I, I there's certain like features to a tank that I like to have. You know, um, I don't know if you have. Um, you're abrasing on that tank. It, it's uh, maybe it, it uh, it's something that helps to uh, to reinforce a larger tank like that. I mean, I like just uh, being able to. Uh, I find it to be very um, useful in terms of the abrasing, not only as a practical, in terms of keeping the tank um, 
you know, reinforced, but I also like just putting stuff on top of it. Is uh, is that a Eurobrace tank? Uh, Racing yes. on the top. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming that's a uh, an external um, overflow. Yeah. Yep. And and that's uh, on one end of the uh, the tank is the overflow. Yeah, one end. So on the, on the left side we have the abyss, and on the other side we have the overflow box. So they 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 blow it in uh, in the overflow. Gotcha. Did you ever um, think about doing a closed loop on that system? I those scare the crap out of me, you know. But but they uh, with, for flow, it's it's a uh, it's a great thing to have. But I never like to put drill any holes below the water line myself, especially on the bottom. Yeah. Um, I have uh, a few weeks ago we were on the Summerfest by Roy Exclusive, and uh, <coughs> they showed the new pump from uh, Panterai. You know the the, the inline pipe uh, pump, and then and I I see what it did. It it was very nice to see what what the flow uh, yeah what, what the flow did. Yeah, I don't know. I just um that would be a tough thing for me to be able to sleep at night knowing that there might be a leak going through one of the bulkheads at the bottom of the tank. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, acupuncture is asking, do you have any other tanks? And uh, we talked about the um, the frag tank that you uh, you have. And uh, Paul Greatbeard Reef is asking, is a cantilevered rock put together with mortar? Yeah, how did you uh, put all that stuff together? Yeah, so I used some uh, tie wraps, but um, uh, and some uh, yeah concrete from Agroforest. I've used for it. And that's it. It's only tie wraps from, uh, uh, yeah. And and the um, the tie wraps, those are not really uh, visible. I mean, obviously, you got all the corals covering them up, but maybe at the beginning they were visible. No, I, I covered all the tie wraps with, uh, with concrete. Oh, okay. So you don't see it, so, so it, it looks like uh, rock work. How often <laughs> do you get people asking you, can you, uh, can you make one of those for me, in terms of that aquascape? A lot, a lot. <laughs> I, have, I have made a few. Do you? Yeah, I have made a few. Sometimes it's 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 uh, lovely to do. So uh, yeah, it's it's nice to do. And then that that there's also yeah, it's building tanks. It's it's always fun. You know. So my neighbor have uh, have, have also a flying uh, a reef from uh, reef branches. But now yeah, the branches are not uh, for sale anymore. <laughs> Almost. So now we use the the uh, heat branch from Arca. So that's also very nice uh, stuff to work with. Yeah, there's a few companies here that uh, I think um, you can get the um, the branches uh, from. There just seems to be so many more options these days in terms of the uh, the dry rock. Um, you know, yeah. when you first got into the hobby, did you ever uh, use uh, live rock, or did you just pretty much yeah. get? Yeah, in the first yeah. tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, everybody is complaining that there is no live rock anymore. Not, not, not. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I think I'm never gonna start with uh, live rock. Yeah, I. Um, so for my um, my newest tank, I started that all with uh, with live rock, and um, I was able to write, you know, pretty much add corals and and have uh you know aquapora thrive pretty quickly in that tank it didn't it didn't take too long i, mean, I waited like five or six months you know after the tank had cycled 
to uh, to start adding yeah. corals and stuff. But right after that, when I started adding frags, they they just started really taking off really well. I had a bad experience using uh, dry rock a number of years ago, and I made a lot of mistakes, you know, um, doing yeah. that. But um, I have a um, you know my other tank, the 187 gallon tank, the one that I did start with dry rock. I um, I rebooted that, put in Haitian live rock, and the tank uh, yeah. thrived. And then you know that was like about five six years it was just packed with uh with coral so i just did another major um you know redo on that and i i put in the dry rock but i cooked the uh the dry rock in a uh, hundred gallon rubbermaid tub with um you know established tank water and i dosed bacteria uh every day and you know so it just it it uh it cooked in that tub for like six months yeah. did you um do anything similar or did you just pretty much put it in the display tank and and just um no, I put it in the display tank. Um, I always do the 10 days uh, 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 start from uh, Coral Desert. It's it, yeah, you dose uh, a an, an, an very big amount of bacteria in, inside and, and yeah, you start up your tank in 14 days. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's a great, I took a little bit more time, but, but it, it really works. If you have very uh, clean stone, it works very, very fine but you, you yeah as a starter you don't have to do it like that but uh, if you know what you are doing it's yeah so uh mohesh Sa sager uh Garob by looking forward to visit uh, you on the tank in the near future wesley time to say good night friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> my big friend from uh, mauritius oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah you know it does uh it does uh you know take a little while in terms of the uh in, in terms of the dry rock and getting things going so it's not um i yeah. think as good as uh as live rock i mean you guys can't even get any live rock around there yeah from the young marine life but uh yeah yeah it's 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 not that fresh anymore yeah what about the um what, I'm what about the uh the australian live rock is that something that you guys have started to see uh i really don't know yeah they're there, there's some uh retail shops that are starting to uh bring that stuff in in the uh in the united states but i guess uh, my question is you know how much um of that life is actually still on the rock after being in transit for so long yeah you know, six, 16 years ago the first tank i started with the live rock if you see there were some uh, little uh cores on it you know some some yeah and and you see some uh, uh, seaweed and that kind of things. If you and if you are buying uh, it now, you, you don't see it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. 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 No, it really does. Uh, you know, I guess if you could find at least some rubble, it does add a lot of biodiversity to a uh, to yeah. a system, for sure. Um, uh, you know, this is an interesting question. What, um, what, what, what in the hobby do you think is, um, you know, in terms of like the future, what, um, what, what kind of, um, inspires you to kind of stay in the hobby and, um, you know, keep, uh, keep at it in terms of reef keeping. Is it, um, you know, any, anything in particular? Uh, uh, I, th I think it's in my blood. <laughs> Yeah, now now in Holland the uh, energy prices are so expensive that 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 it's almost not doable to uh, to keep your tank. Um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Also, my wife is uh, is saying yeah, if you if you uh, took your tank uh, out 
I think in a few months there's a new tank. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like to work on it. Also, sometimes you are yelling on it. It's always working, hard work. But yeah, if you are sitting here and you uh, you yeah you eat your dinner and you are looking at the tank, uh, yeah, you get a lot of uh, rust uh, over you. And yeah, I I, I like the uh, the animals inside. So yeah, sometimes I'm sitting over here and only looking at the tank, and you you follow one of the fishes and what he is doing. Uh, that that I love. I love that it is a real ecosystem. Yeah, you know. So every fish has his own job. Yeah, and and yeah, I have it still. I maybe if I lost this, uh, yeah, that I only see a fish swimming in the in the in the tank. It's time to uh, to get out. But uh, yeah. what's your um? What's your biggest challenge with that tank? Uh, for now, I think uh, I think the phosphate uh, and the nitrates is hard working. So if 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 the if the pex bellum is not uh, not working right, then it's hard work to to uh, keep it uh, low. <clears throat> then you have to dose some carbon, but you don't want to uh, to dose the carbon. You know, it's uh, yeah. In terms of like kind of speeding up the bacteria dosing, in terms of carbon dosing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. that can definitely be a, a fine line. You got to be careful with that stuff. I've never had the guts to do it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I use it. We have a, a new Dutch brand, but uh, it it works very fine. But this it it it, it is so uh, yeah. If you dose it, I think you can you can make your uh, phosphate from zero point two to zero zero in in two days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, but yeah, it's it's also dangerous. Yeah, no, I had um, I had some uh, situation one of my tanks where I had phosphates that were like pretty much right at zero for a few weeks in a row, and um, a couple yeah. of corals were pissed off. You know, they were just yeah. uh, lightened up, and so I had to um, to do some of the uh, the phosphate dosing to get them up. But I think that um, yeah. you know, for me, a lot of times it's the corals that kind of help to um, absorb that phosphate as well as the uh, the nitrate. So that's that's always a um, you know, I guess a good problem to have, but yeah, I mean the other option, which I do not advocate at all. And some people, uh, with the larger, um, you know, uh, very, very large aquariums, the public aquariums use like lanthium, lanthium, uh, chloride. I have used have it. Have you? Yeah. Sometimes I use it if I need it, but that's the nice thing. You know, I have the frack tank, so I dose it, uh, in the, in the overflow from the frack tank and, and then before it goes, yeah, to the main tank, it's it's already this, removed by the freeze filter. Yeah. yeah, so you've never had any issues using it? Yeah, I think... Uh, I was thinking that I have lost some NTS uh, with it. But I was using Lantan uh, and, 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 I, I, and I was missing every time some NTS. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly if, if it was from this. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I just kind of feel like that's really like playing a little Russian roulette there, you know. I mean, but it, it you know, if you use yeah. it correctly and you take the uh, the the right steps to prevent any of those uh, potential disasters, then um, yeah. it does the job. But it does the job, but you have some uh, extra work on your glass work and that kind of things. Well, that's what I see. If I use it, I always have some white spots on the glass, and it's so hard to remove it. Oh, really? So it is not. Yeah, I don't know. There's something sticky on the glass, and you, you really have to to took it off with your uh, yeah, with your hands. 
is not working with the flipper or something else. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing I don't think we, uh, we we talked about or I asked you is the, um, you know, so you mentioned, you know, phosphates can be your biggest challenge. Do you um, you feed the fish a lot? Do you, do you add a lot of, um, you know, food to that tank on a daily basis? How, and how often do you feed yes. them? Uh, twice, twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah. And I feed only uh, frozen food. So I, uh, frozen mices. Yeah. And then uh, the fishes. And we have some great mixes uh, uh, over here. So we have a shrimp mix and a special fish mix. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. There are veggies in and everything is inside. Also frozen food. So it's very good for the fish. Yeah. I like to, uh, to feed the fish a lot. I know it is, it's, it's, I'm, yeah. It's not the easiest job, but I, I do with uh, feeding the fish and then I, I have to uh, work hard for the first fights. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. A, bi a, a, a big fish is a, is a, is a yeah, healthy fish. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that double-edged sword. You feed the fish a lot and, um, you know, the uh, good source of nut or, or phosphate is going to be in that uh, in that fish food. I... I um, I have my own like homemade fish food as well as I feed yeah. mice's cubes and, and brine shrimp cubes and all that stuff. But, um, I use a lot of, um, fish that I buy from the supermarket and, um, you know, and, and, um, I, I take a whole bunch of different types of fish and I put it in a big, um, um, you know, blender, blend everything all up, put some garlic uh, powder in there and, you know, a little, um, reef roids. Uh, coral food. Just I put a lot, a lot of different stuff in there, but I know that's probably got a good high uh, amount of phosphate in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you do any? Uh, do you like wash the frozen food in a uh, in a net before you feed it? Or yeah. 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 yeah that's always a uh, good thing to do to try to like get that phosphate out. Well. All right, Wesley, man. I think we're gonna uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up, and and um, yeah. you know, again, man, thank you very much for um, for being on the live stream, and and um, appreciate you staying up really late out there in Holland, yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, it was a <laughs> uh, it was a pleasure uh, to uh, to meet you, and um, yeah, if folks, have any additional questions? How can they uh, get a hold of you? Uh, they can, uh, yeah, they can put it in here. I will answer um, it. Later on. Gotcha in the comments. Or they can find find me on Instagram or Facebook. What do you um what do you wonder on, on um Facebook or uh Instagram? Just um what do you what do you what what's your handle I guess on uh username on, on Instagram? Oh uh Wesley's Reef. Wesley's Reef. So it's easy. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you for all right. Well, listen. I want to give uh, Wesley my sincere uh, thanks again for being on the live stream. I also want to thank both Bulk Reef Supply and Ecotech Marine for being a sponsor of the live stream. I also want to thank all of you folks that tuned in tonight, and um, thank you again to Paul, the uh, the moderator. Appreciated, Paul. And folks, if you uh, want to catch episodes of Wrapping the Reef Bum as a podcast, you can visit Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon. My next Wrapping with Reef Bum live stream will be on Thursday, October 6th, next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, back to the regular time with Chris Cap, who owns Aquatic Art, a local fish store in Colorado. And uh, he's a bit of a legend in terms of the uh, LFS world. In uh, Colorado should be another great show. If you want to check out the full upcoming schedule of guests, visit reefbum.com under the YouTube section. 
Until then, be safe and be well, and we will see you next time.